Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia. How soon do the Bills need to find their identity this season? Mike Danger. I don't know that we'll get a lot of McDermott McLies, but how do they plan on deploying these two new assets? Gene Bataglia. I'm trying to imagine what would the things be necessary uh, in order to pull this off on Sunday night. It's not the tallest task in the world. Intercepted downfield by Douglas. Bengals! Nice touchdown. Leonard Fournette. The Raiders firing head coach Josh McDaniels and general manager David Ziegler, Antonio Pierce, interim head coach. And Aiden O'Connell expected to be their new starting QB. A home run for Marcus Simeon. It's a three-run shot, and the Rangers are in double figures. Ten in a row on the road. It is absurd. They can claim their first title in Game 5 tonight. Me and my Buffalo Sabres, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that would be the Philadelphia Flyers. Amherst Crunch, starting at 7 tonight. Ohio State, Georgia, Michigan, Florida State your top four in the initial college football playoff rankings. 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan, Rochester. So much to unpack, so much to digest, so much to talk about this afternoon in the sports bar with Danger and Bataglia. So glad you're with us and listening along locally at 95.7 FM, AM 950, the free-to-download Odyssey app where we sound our best, or even your smart device when you ask it to play 95.7 The Fan. And we've also got our video stream up for you. You can watch the sports bar at The Fan Rochester on YouTube and Twitch. And, of course, we appreciate if you follow along, give us a little thumbs up, subscribe, and you'll always know when we're going live here in the sports bar. I'm Mike Danger. That's Gene Bataglia. Very satisfied, Danger. I had one of our sponsors, Bill Graves. I'm feeling very good today. Ooh, so, yeah. Yes. Next time, i got to bring you along. World's so. greatest cheeseburger. It was, yeah. I had to oh. treat myself to a Philly cheesesteak today. Underrated plate, too. I yeah. like the Bill Gray's great plate. It's, an, it's, a, mm. it's a nice little cheese. You know what I had at Bill Gray's the other day that, that it was also underrated and surprisingly good? Their pizza was really good when I was at the last time I was at a Bill Grace. Yeah, no, the, the tap room went out to and Shiloh today. Fantastic. Fantastic stuff. Good. You're satisfied. I uh I showed great restraint last night. I didn't overdo it with the Halloween candy. My uh youngest who's now entering the age of like should I or should I not go trick or treating 14, she went. I think this might be might mm-hmm. be the last hurrah. We'll see. But a very impressive haul. You know, I'm just so proud of her. Just so proud of her. Took my 30%. Didn't eat all of it. Just, you know, 
pick and choose a couple pieces here, a couple pieces there. Uh, not not a not an overindulgent night of Halloween candy last night. I I didn't know we had this next generation of Halloween costumes. Like you were talking about how when we were kids and like you wear the plastic mask with the oh bread, God. it would be awful. Yeah, everybody like, remembers that, right? Like yeah. I'm not alone. Have you, did you have any kids last night where you had these blow up uni- these outfits yesterday? Like the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man visited me. Cartman visited. Like that's the next gen where you're the actual character in this big blow up. Like I a got sumo a guy wrestler. we used to work with that I remember came to one of our Halloween parties one year. And my neighbor, Tony, I hope you're sitting down, Tony, uh, one of my neighbors and I were, were laughing about this. Still to this day, we laugh about Big Baby. The, his costume was Big Baby. Oh, I remember this. He, yeah. It was a blow-up costume, so it was one of those inflatable costumes yeah. that you're talking about, but it was a Big Baby. And he didn't speak all night. All he did was walk around clapping his hands like this, like a baby. And it was the creepiest, weirdest thing. And, and the, our coworker uh, didn't say anything all night. We didn't talk to him. We didn't do anything. We just pointed and laughed at Big Baby. And I you know, took a reaction video of Tony as we were outside of uh, Steve T's there getting ourselves a place, yeah. speaking of plates, late after the party, just laughing at Big Baby, walking around, clapping his hands with his wide open fingers like a baby. Just a weird, creepy costume next generation costume next gen, yeah. that's that's inflatable the dinosaur another one of those costumes right the t-rex that goes running around i don't know it felt last night like it was a lower turnout than normal yeah. i don't know how it was in your neighborhood yeah well that's called tuesday night school <laughs> night kind of school night yeah yeah i don't know i feel like we've maybe maybe my street is is aging out of trick-or-treating because there certainly are a lot of kids that have grown up and that have gone off and graduated from high school. My next door neighbor uh, had their lights off. They weren't participating. My other, my other next door neighbor uh, had been renting the house next door. They actually moved out yesterday. Wow. They spent all day Halloween moving out. So our, our house was kind of like an Island. We were like one house in between two that weren't doing anything for Halloween. And maybe two dozen kid groups of kids, maybe mm. the doorbell rang 20, 24 times tops. Yeah. Not a, not a, not a turnout like I expect. Expect a little bit more. I, I just think Tuesday night and it was a little chilly last night and you get it on a Saturday and if it's 60 degrees, it'd be much different. Halloween is the best though, isn't it? I mean, like when you, when you actually like take it all in, if, if, if you're walking the neighborhood with your kids or if you're staying home and just seeing the excitement around the street, I just love the energy. I love the vibe. It's a great night. Yeah. You get to, Talk to people you don't talk to always. It's a great <laughs> night. Hope you had a great Halloween. Uh, we, we got a lot to react to from last night uh, because news broke while you were sleeping. We'll get to that. And, and of course, the Buffalo Bills injury report uh, from today as well as the Bills get back on the field. We heard from Sean McDermott. We heard from Brandon Bean. Lots to get to. Here's what's on tap in the sports bar. And it's brought to you by our friends at Three Heads Brewing. On tap at Three Heads Brewing. Cranberry Grape Sour Ale, tart cranberries and New York State grapes coming together to make a delicious treat. Get yours at Three Heads Brewing on Atlantic Avenue today. So the Bills going to Cincinnati for Sunday night football to take on the Bengals. And we'll talk to our buddy from Cincy Jungle on SB Nation, Anthony Casenza, going to stop by the sports bar here at 425. Yeah, like how did things kind of turn around for this Bengals team? And is this kind of what the pattern was last year? I mean, what is the expectation? Also, 
also we can talk to Anthony and get their perspective because this is a national story today, uh, Danger, and it's going to be one on Sunday. And it's maybe we're just so close to we're like, okay, yeah, familiar. The, the idea that DeMar Hamlin is walking back into that stadium. So um, certainly the way everybody in Cincinnati treated not only DeMar Hamlin, uh, but the Bills organization. I mean, like, honestly, like they did everything right in Cincinnati. We'll talk uh, to our buddy Anthony Consenza coming up in the four o'clock. Hour. And let's get some winners with the host of Beck QL's Send It In. PJ Glasser, Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, stops by at 325 as he does every Wednesday afternoon. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Yeah, so uh, Bama LSU is kind of a... That's a de facto playoff game. What I love about these games, Danger, and when you get to the 8, the 12, whatever it's going to be next year, I forget, uh, when you only have four, now we really have playoff football. Bama, LSU, that feels like a playoff game to me in college football this week. PJ is going to give us his choice on this game. He's also going to pick uh, Cowboys, Eagles, and Bengals, Bills. And as we talked about yesterday, the college football playoff committee just takes me. Just yeah. absolutely Ohio completely, State. completely forgot Green. that Washington has been playing football this season. <laughs> Love that. Great stuff there. Uh, PJ joins us at 325. We'll have our usual fare with a round of shots coming up during happy hour after five o'clock. And we keep our phone lines open for you. The Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub Wingman Line. Join us anytime by calling 585-866-4FAN-866-4326. Also at the Fan Rochester on Elon's Twitter. Uh, you can uh, engage with us there. So Rasul Douglas was kind of walking around in the portion Open to practice today, but he was not in pads or anything. Apparently, and I got this from Chris Brown listening to uh, One Bills Live today. Um, they didn't have a plane ready to go for him. Uh, apparently, like he had to just do what everybody else is. That is fly from Green Bay to Buffalo, which there's not exactly a direct flight. So you're going down to Milwaukee and waiting till this morning. Well, logistics meant that he was not on the practice field today, which, all right, now that gives you a two practices here to get ready, but I would still put it within the realm of possibility here, Danger. They also see Douglas out there. And one of the things that we heard from Brandon Bean earlier today as well was that uh, Kyrie Elam might actually make a stint on IR with an ankle injury. Didn't know anything about that. Where did that come from, Gino? Okay. Um, hmm. Oh, yeah. hold on a second. Is is it theory time in the sports uh, well, bar? Do you have a theory? It's not a theory. I mean, it's who really knows? But, okay, he has an ankle injury. Why hasn't he been on the injury report? Mm. Or, okay, so that would be number one. That would be my first question is, why haven't we heard about this before? Um, my second question would be, well, this would be kind of a convenient excuse to buy a little time, would it not? Well, it gets people off of the question of why is Kyrie Elam inactive on game days. Right. We could forget so, about it for four weeks. Right. Right. So Rasul Douglas, uh, the newest Buffalo Bill, Sean McDermott earlier today, talking about his new corner. Yeah, I mean, I've learned from experience, and, and I'll share this with you guys, that it's hard to lead when you're new, right? Uh, you've got to earn the trust of the locker room, your teammates. Then and only then does the leadership start to come out. Now, you know, I've heard things about you know, Russell from a, from a leadership standpoint, and I certainly respect that, and we could use that, um, but all in, all in due time. Uh, yeah, I mean, instincts are, there's things when, you, when, when a player possesses instincts that you, you can't coach, right? And it does help them get up to speed a little bit quicker. Um, 
I mean, this is a guy that's um, kind of got off to a little bit of a rocky start early in his career, and um, you know we've been around that before and helped players uh, in that regard develop, and it, and he's developed, it appears, and and uh, you know we're looking forward to working with him. Kyrie Lim, by the way, did not practice today because of the ankle. So maybe this happened during the Buccaneer game. I don't know. What, on the sideline? Maybe. <laughs> Injured his ankle, what, going, uh, going down the tunnel? <laughs> Could have been. Walking down the tunnel? Could have wearing been, yeah. a jersey? Uh, the other new addition to the Buffalo Bills from this week, uh, free agent running back Leonard Fournette, Sean McDermott, talking about his new running back. You know, here's a guy that um, <laughs> he has accomplished quite a bit in his career, and I think it's admirable that he still feels like he has goals that perhaps he wants to work towards, right, and achieve. And I think that's... Uh, um, just being around him a little bit this morning, very little bit, uh, very little. Just I think that's admirable, and and we'll see how he fits in and and uh, how he looks as we get on the field today. We'll see how he fits in. Can we just get the image of him and Shaq Lawson hugging it out and, and be done with it? We'll see how he fits in. And here's a guy, Sean McDermott, auditioning for Chris Collinsworth's job. What's here's go- a guy. Wow. Yeah, even Tariko brought, broke out the here's a guy. I, uh, I, yeah, if you haven't seen it, Leonard Fournette, I don't know if he was making a statement or tonight. It looked like he was wearing biking shorts. They were that tight and thighs protruding. Tree trunks. Yeah. 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 He's, he's a big boy. Um, look, can, can only help, right? I don't see how, if Leonard Fournette is active on game day, how that becomes a liability for the Buffalo Bills. Maybe he doesn't have what he used to have, and maybe to expect more than four yards a carry is too much to ask. No, I am going to ask for four yards a carry. You were three and a half last year. Yeah, four yards a carry for Leonard Fournette, and I think we'll be happy with that. Four yards, and and you know, two three weeks from now, learn your blocking assignments, learn what all the calls are here. Yeah. Contribute yeah. when we need you most here down the stretch, and and towards the end of the season. So there's your uh, update from head coach Sean McDermott on both. Leonard Fournette and Rasul Douglas, the uh, two newest Buffalo Bills. I'm going to make my prediction on Douglas. I think he plays Sunday night. I don't think he starts. I still think it's going to be Dane Jackson on one side opposite Christian Benford. Uh, But you can work him in in some certain situations. I don't see anything wrong with that. I mean, honestly, if it's just a situation where you got to go cover somebody and you don't have to worry about any zone assignments, then let it rip. Here's the other bit of news from the Buffalo Bills practice, and that was that Josh Allen was practicing in a limited fashion with his shoulder. Here is QB1. Obviously unfortunate. It's when it's your throwing shoulder, and um, as, a, as a thrower, you don't like feeling any sort of, I wouldn't even call it pain, just discomfort um, in there. And uh, So we're just trying to stay on top of it and get ahead of it while we can. And um, obviously, I hate not practicing. I hate not being um, involved in what we're doing. Uh, but at the same time, I know that's probably what's best. And, and again, just putting myself in the best situation to make sure that I'm ready to go uh, tomorrow and, and for Sunday. Yeah, this is going to be something that everybody monitors through the course of the week. You and I, and I think everybody knows, like, there's no chance he's not going to play Sunday. Night. Yeah, very rare do you get, like, the kind of, oh, something related to injury right in front of you as reporters. And there we were waiting to go into the locker room following that narrow victory over the Giants. And out comes Josh Allen. He's walking over to the x-ray room. I'm like, well, what is that? And then you kind of like, okay, where did this kind of occur? And the fact that, that it, he was like so bothered by it right after the game, we need to go get this checked out right now for a team that's very secretive about 
such things? Like, would you know that this was bothering Josh Allen? Well, yeah, that kind of tells everybody when he's going to get it x-rayed right after the game. So And med- time in the medical tent against the Buccaneers, right? There yep. was a second there where I think everybody was holding their breath saying, oh, God, are we going to see Kyle Allen? Uh, you know, the, the shoulder is going to be an issue the rest of the season. I don't want the shoulder to become an excuse. If bad Josh shows up, I don't want that to be, well, he's, he's you know, he's injured. It's his throwing shoulder. Like, okay, if it's bothering him that much to the point where it's a liability, then he does need to take a step back and let, let Kyle Allen take those reps. Yeah, so, but this is Cincinnati. This is the team, for whatever reason, you can't get past here, right? Like you knew, I mean, go back to January, the first matchup in the regular season, the Hamlin game. You knew that wasn't going to be your night, and then the playoff game, obviously. So, to me, this is the team right now. It, you could say it's Kansas City too, but Cincinnati is is way ahead of Buffalo in the pecking order. I just think that that for them to get over on Sunday, it's going to take a different level of physicality that we haven't yet seen from this team. And an attention to detail and level of execution that really we only saw against the Dolphins. If they can play that that brand of football, if they can play at that level, that high of a level, then I give them a chance against Cincinnati, and I think they could beat Cincinnati. But I just based on what we've seen the last few weeks, and with these injuries mounting up, and with new faces in different places, it might be too tall in order for this team right now. I'm going to go back to what I said at training camp, because at training camp, we were going over all these different positions and battles, like middle linebacker, who's it? corner two. What about this guard position? I'm going to continue to say this. Like, What is going to determine the fate of the Buffalo Bills is, will a certain player play at an MVP level? Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. Yeah, if Josh Allen, who led the league in turnovers last year and had four on opening night, if Josh Allen, and I know the shoulder's bugging him, but this is one of those games, Danger, that no, you don't need this one to get into the postseason. No, we're not going to be upset if you lose this one, but considering that this team hasn't been playing good football over the last month and that they were fortunate to beat the Buccaneers and you lost to the Patriots, you were fortunate to beat the Giants, you lost to the Jaguars, now you're playing a team that you're an underdog against, this is where MVP Josh Allen has to show up. If he is turning the ball over twice in this game, they don't win. Also interesting that that you something you mentioned there that they haven't been quite often, and that's the underdog role. Like the idea that they go into this game as an underdog, will they channel that to get to another level, another gear? Will that be used as motivation, as fuel for Sunday night? I I I kind of want to see that happen as well. That you know, this is the first time that you're going to have people say that they don't believe in the Buffalo Bills. They're underdogs going into this game, and. Will they go and say, you know, we knew who we were going into this game all along. We're they, one of the best teams in the they, AFC. They read the same things we read. They say they don't. They do. Uh, Barstool calling them frauds. I don't think I would go that far. They're not frauds. They're like everybody else in this conference. They're contenders. Okay. But we're not crowning them here, but we see the potential. But now's the opportunity. If they get blown out, which they could, they could very easily. The other angle to uh, the DeMar Hamlin angle, he did not practice today, according to Leon Gensenberg. He's got flu-like symptoms, which, all right, if he didn't practice today and has only been active one game this year, I don't know if we see DeMar Hamlin actually uh, suited up for this game. 
Before we get to PJ, uh, PJ Glasser, the host of Beck UL, send it in, joining us next in the sports bar. Speaking of frauds, the other big bit of NFL uh, news broke uh, under the cloak of darkness. Uh, broke at 1 a.m. By the way, nothing says I don't want to make this bi- a big deal out of this than, than the, the release at 1 a.m., the midnight news dump. So that's 1 a.m., I guess, give them like 10 p.m., Pacific, Pacific time. time. So you get back in the building. I'd love to know the course of events, uh, how that like all went down. Did like did 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 Mark Davis go out to PF Chang's and have <laughs> one too many? He's like, you know, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna fire him. I can I couple stories here because uh, the race is on now. If you have your eyes on a certain head coach, well, get in line here. Uh, P. Carroll. Feels kind of like history's repeating stuff. Why am I bringing up Pete Carroll's name? Because Pete Carroll landed in Seattle because he left an S show behind at USC. Jim Harbaugh is going to leave an S show back at Michigan. He's going to be there. They'll be in the playoff probably, and he'll leave scot free. Like he'll 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 be on his way to the NFL, and whether that's the Raiders, whether that's your Bears, danger, whoever that may be, I would expect him to be in the NFL. You know, the Bears almost can't leave well enough alone. They've got their own drama brewing within their organization. But the Raiders first, Josh McDaniels and GM Dave Ziegler, both being released. So it'll be former Giants linebacker Antonio Pierce handling interim head coaching duties uh, for the rest of the season, and interim GM duties going to Champ Kelly who's in his second season as assistant GM, spent seven years with the Bears, eight seasons with the Broncos uh, in various roles. Uh, and speaking of the Bears, off-air Gino told me, this is Section 5 on Section 5 crime. It's GM Ryan Poles moving on from running backs coach David Walker. Now, what makes this noteworthy is that the Bears' HR department was involved in the decision to move on from Walker, which leads to the notion that this termination wasn't prompted by anything football related. Yeah, um, I got to be careful how I say this, Danger, but if you live in a Rondecoy, I don't know if you're surprised by today's news. We'll just leave it at that. We you know, have sources or whatever. Um, there, David Walker is in the Section 5 Hall of Fame. Like leave him in the Hall of Fame, whatever, whatever this is today. I'm not in favor of canceling anybody. Right, we're, we're we probably won't know specifically what led to it, but when HR gets involved in the middle of the season, yeah, and and for the Bears now, the second uh, assistant coach moved on from this season with defensive coordinator Allen Williams resigning, resigning. I'm using huge, gigantic air quotes on that one uh, early in the season. So you've got Matt Eberflus there, the uh, head coach, handling all of the coordinator duties since Williams departed. And uh, you've got a hole now with uh, the running backs coach, David Walker, being fired from the team. Just a couple of uh, different notes. Oh, and then one more Raiders note, by the way. Uh, And maybe this was part of of the decision to move on. Aiden O'Connell will be starting at quarterback for the Raiders against the Giants coming up this Sunday. I know you want to laugh at that, but Jimmy Garoppolo can't move. Like that back injury and... If you are really going to rebuild the team, then you're just wasting time with Garoppolo. I just think to myself with McDaniels, he's either the scum of the earth or he is um, virtuous beyond what we could comprehend. Mm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because to get to, to have Mark Davis 
say you're gone. You know, when Mark Davis, we pretty much know what Mark Davis is, right? Like you didn't move on from John Gruden. John Gruden happened because of John Gruden. What was it that led to McDaniels being let go? Was it an insistence that Garoppolo should continue to play, even though he's probably uh, going to have his back look like a figure eight by the end of the season? What what was it? It, it feels like McDaniels is the kind of guy that's arrogant enough to never learn from his mistakes. Well, what, what's interesting here is like, why did D- Josh McDaniels trade? And we'll get to PJ here. PJ, I'm sorry. Uh, why did he trade Darren Waller? No, right. That was a problem. That was a, why? Because Waller was upset before he had a chance to tell his own family that he had gotten engaged. So Waller just kind of voiced his objection, but I don't know how that went. Okay, then you're trading. Like, <laughs> really? What is yeah. it like drama? What are you what are you doing? Yeah. The Patriot way, Gino. I, I'll continue to say it. Bill Belichick, he'll go down as the greatest head coach of all time. But he's a fraud in my in my book. Greatest head coach of all time, not just because of what he did on the field with his teams, not because of what he achieved, but because of the coaching tree that sprouted because of it. It's Bill Walsh all day. Bill Walsh is the greatest head coach of all time, not Bill Belichick. Name one Belichick disciple that went on to do anything. I I I, I hear you. But there's seven rings. I guess so like, yes. that's what it is. It doesn't seven rings with Tom Brady. I'm sorry, you and I are judging things differently. Okay, I'm more Machiavellian. Okay, championship, all that matters. I don't and care. a cheater, by the way. I don't and care. And a cheater. A, I don't a care. known cheater. A known cheater. So uh, that's that's my stance on on the Belichick coaching tree. And another branch has been trimmed here with McDaniel's being let go from the Raiders. All right, we got to get to PJ. We're running late. PJ Glasser, the host of Beck QL, send it in. Stopping by the sports bar next on the. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And Rochester. The Fan Rochester Sports Update. Bill's injury report is out and not practicing today, and Kyrie Lim and others limited today. Bill's quarterback, Josh Allen, 
didn't do too much today, just taking it easy uh, and just making sure that, you know, I'm putting myself in best position for Sunday and, and making sure that I'm, I'm not sore. So um, didn't throw a lot today, and um, hopefully back tomorrow we'll be on the field and like nothing happened. Now, new corner Rasul Douglas was in attendance. He did not get there in time to put on the pads. We'll talk some Bills football coming up next hour here in the sports bar. The Rochester Americans are home tonight. Syracuse is the opponent. Don Stevens will have your call beginning at 7. Sabres in Philadelphia tonight. The game can be heard on 96.5 WCMF. And the baseball season could end tonight. It's Game 5 of the World Series. Texas up three games to one. Gene Battaglin, the sports leader. The fan, Rochester. They've raised the bar on Rochester Sports Talk. You're in the Sports Bar with Danger and Battaglia on the Sports Leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan, Rochester. That was impressive. Yeah, impressive against a very good defense. Um, you know, they moved the ball at will, pretty much run or pass. Um, very impressive. Have you seen Morrow? Have you struggled with that path? No. You know, training early in the season. Uh, you know, again, it's, it's hard to tell on film but uh, he certainly didn't look like it was bothering him at all Sunday. Back in the sports bar, it's Danger and Bataglia. And joined as we are every Wednesday afternoon by the host of BetQL's Send It In. And also Odyssey Sports betting insider PJ Glasser. Insider calls presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. PJ, we just heard Sean McDermott there heaping praise on Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. I know that that's um, one that we will uh, be be spending more time on there, and, and especially when we're talking about uh, the quarterback for uh, Cincinnati. I, I, I know I... I why am I... I I'm too old LSU. to be forgetting my... Me- Play, yeah, he played for LSU. Guys, I mean, that was an impressive performance by the Bengals last week. Joe Burrow looks really good, and the Bills are going to have their are going to have a handful this week. Yes, I see a peek behind the curtain, PJ. I was scrambling for the last couple of minutes. Here. I'm like, all right, who am I going to give wow. PJ? Who am I going to give PJ? And then it was right there in front of me. Coach served it up for me, and I didn't really even have to do all the work that I was trying to do to find somebody for for PJ to give us in his Baltimore accent. Appreciate that, buddy. You're you're always here to humor us. Appreciate that. Absolutely. You know, it's funny when I was uh, getting ready to come on with you guys. I thought <laughs> about that. I'm like, if they don't team me up for anything when we talk Bills Bengals. I'm going to make sure to drop the burrow in there. So we got it, and uh, we're good to go. If for if for those new to the show, the first one of the first times we had PJ on, we were talking about the Women's World Cup, and he's just laying it out there, and we got to Megan Rapino, and I just looked at Danger. I'm like, wow, that, we should be the last to be pointing at anybody here because we have terrible accents here in Western New York, PJ. Oh, so good. No, I'm glad you guys do that. You know, me and my buddies, obviously, being around the Baltimore area, like, we love that accent. We just think it's the best. So whenever there's a coach, an athlete, whatever it is, um, I'm all game. So I love doing it with you guys. And uh, Burrow's a good one. Yeah. Joe, Joe Burrow, that, that is a solid one. Uh, PJ, let's uh, start with the college slate. Uh, we only had a couple games last week. I find myself in the hole a little bit for the season, so I need to gain some units here. I want to I want to gain some ground. You're going to give us some winners, and let's start with those Jayhawks taking on Iowa State this weekend. Guys, this is a perfect letdown spot for Kansas, right? You have a great win against Oklahoma, your sixth win of the season. You clinch a bowl berth. You beat an undefeated team. They took the goalpost all the way into the lake on campus. 
Now you got to turn around and you got to play an Iowa State team in Ames. Tough place to play. And they've won three in a row. They're playing good football. This is one of those games, too, right, where you have an unranked team playing a ranked team. The unranked team is favored. So I think a lot of people are going to like Kansas coming off the big win, and they're a favorite team who's the underdog. I like Iowa State, though, guys. One of my favorite plays of the week. I think they cover the spread. And uh, I just, you know, tough week for Kansas coming back after that Oklahoma win. Yeah, PJ, uh, the first college football playoff ranker came out last night. And I like to joke that it's nothing more than uh, Takesman putting this out here. Hey, you know, we want everybody to talk about the sport because Ohio State's really good. And when we look at the first teams that are out they're saying, hey, Pac-12, do your thing here, and you should be the, the, the next one in here. Washington at five, Oregon at six, ahead of Alabama, which and Texas, for that matter, I find interesting. So Oregon at home against Cal. Do you like the Ducks here to take care of business, PJ? I like the Ducks long-term, Gene. I actually think they might be the best team in the country. I know they lost that game to Washington. I know Michigan's dominated everybody in Big Ten play. Georgia looked really good last week against Florida. But, man, Oregon, offensively, defensively, you know, they easily could have won that game in Seattle. That's a team I'd watch long-term. But this spot specifically this week, guys, I like Cal at plus 24. Justin Wilcox, the head coach for the Bears, is historically great in these spots. As a big underdog, he seems to always cover and it's a good sandwich spot, I think, to fade Oregon with Utah last week, Salt Lake City. You have USC on deck next week. Um, everybody's hyping up Oregon, talking about how great they are. Cal just scored 49 on USC. I'm trusting Justin Wilcox and how good he has been throughout his career to keep this game within the numbers. So I'm going to take Cal plus the points this week. PJ, you mentioned how good Georgia looked last week against Florida. They got Missouri this weekend. What do you like? You know, it's going to be a good game, guys. Mizzou is better than a lot of people realize. They have one of the more underrated quarterbacks in the SEC and Brady Cook. They have one of the best receivers in all of college football, Luther Burden, that people will get a chance to see on Saturday. And they should have beaten Georgia last year. When the Bulldogs went up to Columbia, Mizzou had a double-digit lead in the fourth quarter. So they're not afraid of them. They know they can play with Georgia However, with all that being said, we've really seen Georgia get up for two games this season, the Kentucky game and last week against Florida. Both of those games, I feel like kind of coming into it, people thought, oh, maybe Florida, maybe Kentucky could give Georgia a game. And then Georgia looks like Georgia that we've been seeing for the last four or five years. So it's a big number. It's a huge game in the SEC East. If Mizzou wins, they're in the driver's seat to get to Atlanta for the SEC title game. But I like another Georgia blowout this week, guys. I'd lay it with them. All right, we're talking to PJ Glasser, uh, your host for Send It In on the BetQL Network, which you can hear weekdays here. PJ, I am thinking that uh, I'm one of the few people in the country that still likes this format in college football. I know I'm kind of alone on this, but here's my logic because. Well, you get a game this week in Alabama LSU. I think this is a de facto playoff game. And the team that loses this game, sorry, at LSU, three losses. Not going to happen, obviously. And for Alabama, if they get a win here, PJ, they can build a resume maybe for sneaking in and being that fourth team. But just from a betting standpoint, how do you see this matchup coming up this weekend? 
Guys, my favorite play in this game is the over. I would go over 16 and a half. Three of the last four meetings between these two teams have gone over 61 points. And you think about LSU and their defense on the road this season. They gave up 55 to Ole Miss in Oxford. They gave up 39 to Mizzou in Columbia. They gave up 42 to Florida State in that game in week one. And their offense is as good as it gets. Jaden Daniels might win the Heisman Trophy if he wins this game. His numbers are that good if they win out. Malik Neighbors is as good as it gets as the receiver position. So Alabama's got a top three defense in the country. I don't know if they're going to be able to hold LSU under 30 points. And Bama's offense has been getting better and better each and every week. Milrow's playing better. I think they're going to be able to get into the 30s as well. I like the over. As for the side, total coin flip game, guys. I think this is the buy-low point, though, on Bama at minus three. I don't see it getting to two and a half. So if anything, at three, I think uh, it would be Bama or pass for me, but the over is the play. Uh, nothing but winners on the college slate yeah. there from PJ Glasser. Appreciate PJ stopping by here at the Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia as he does every Wednesday afternoon. Now we shift gears to week nine of the NFL, which gets underway tomorrow night with the Steelers hosting the Titans. And, and this could be a new look Titans team with Will Levis. What are your thoughts on the uh, the road team coming into to Pittsburgh here coming up tomorrow night, PJ? Guys, you know the bet that I honestly love in this game? You know, you, maybe you sprinkle a little pizza money in Titan Steelers is for there to be no touchdown in this game. It'll probably be like 50 to one or something like that, mm. but a short week rookie quarterback for Tennessee, Kenny Pickett's been awful. Like this game just feels like it could be nine, six, or it could be 12, nine or something like that. I do like the Steelers though at minus two and a half. I think because Levis looks so great in his debut, he threw for four touchdowns that maybe Tennessee in people's eyes are valued a little better than they should be. Steelers are coming off a loss, what we like. And at the end of the day, I mean, Levis is a rookie making his first career road start on a short week in a tough environment against a good coach and a good defense. So Steelers offense is a tough watch each and every week. This is going to be a close game. Titans in a teaser leg might honestly be the way to go. Just pushing them up to plus eight and a half. But I like the Steelers and uh, maybe sprinkle a little bit on that no touchdown. Uh, PJ, I know Bills fans got to be torn about this game in Germany. Uh, Chiefs and Dolphins, where sure, you'd like Kansas City to win, but it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world if the Chiefs, oh, by the way, they didn't do anything at the trade deadline. No receiver. What is going on? This Chiefs offense uh, doesn't look right here. Do they get right over in Germany with uh, Miami actually getting points here? Yeah, guys, you know, this game's interesting because it opened Chiefs two and a half, and now it's actually down to one and a half at some spots. So money is coming in on Miami. I just can't get there with the Dolphins. If you're giving me Mahomes in essentially a pick em type game, I'm going to take that every time. And we've seen the Dolphins beat up on some of the lesser teams in the NFL this year. And when they've gone up against two better teams in the Bills, and the Eagles, they didn't just lose those games. They got dominated. So until the Dolphins show me that they can beat a good team, especially away from Miami, and we're getting the best quarterback in football and a pick em, um, I'm going to take the Chiefs. So I like Kansas City this week to win the game. NFC East battle uh, for supremacy here between the Eagles and the Cowboys. I cannot wait for this late window uh, on, on Sunday afternoon. PJ, which way are you leaning here between the uh, Cowboys and the Eagles? 
Yeah, guys, it's going to be a good game. We got four really good NFL games this week. This is one of them. Obviously, Chiefs Dolphins being another. I like the Eagles minus three in this game. I think this is going to be another typical Dallas letdown in a big spot. You know, the market, every time they put Dallas in these spots, like the team that we kind of know that they can be, they showed flashes again of that last week against the Rams. The Eagles are seven and one. But it does feel like they play with their food a lot. You know, even the game last week against Washington, they easily could have stumbled and lost that game. I think the Eagles were so dominant, though, last year that when you watch them this year, it's just not the same team. But statistically, they're still top five offensively. They've been good defensively in some games this season. And they're at home, and Philly's a tough place to play. I like the Eagles minus three this week. Yeah, in the game we've been talking about, and this is a, a team in Cincinnati that, my gosh, in a calendar year, PJ, they could score three wins over Buffalo if it goes their way. And I go back to that January 2nd game, and I just looked this up. I was curious to see, all right, were the Bills underdogs going to Cincinnati that night? No, they were not. They were two-and-a-half-point road favorites. So there's plus money on Cincinnati. Uh, the Bills were home favorites in the playoffs, and Cincinnati did a number on that. And now Buffalo getting two points going into Cincinnati. And what should be an emotional night with the return of uh, DeMar Hamlin to that field? How do you see this going here for Buffalo? Guys, it's, it's a tough handicap. It is because, as you know me, talking to me each and every week, I, the Bills would be the play for me just because you guys know I like buying low on teams and selling high, right? And these two teams are obviously going in different directions. The Bills haven't looked the same. Ever since that London game against the Jags, the Bengals, they do this every year. They get off to a slow start, and then they just stack up wins. Burrow looked like himself against the Niners. So this line got to as high as three. And at plus three, if you got Buffalo, that's a great number. Now that it's at minus two, it's probably a stay away from me. I would still lean towards Buffalo just because it feels too easy with the way like the Bengals have looked and the Bills have looked. Like, how can you not like the Bengals in this game? So I'm going to pass. But if this gets back up to three, I do like Buffalo in the game. PJ, um, before we let you go, Rangers clinching the World Series tonight? Oof. I don't think so, guys, because I want it to go six. But, <laughs> I mean, they're they're 10-0 on the road this postseason, right? I yeah. mean, it's tough to bet against them. I'm going to say no. I'm going to like the D-backs. They got Gallon on the mound tonight. They're eight. So I think they stay alive. I think we get a game six. Yeah, why would any team use a bullpen game in the World Series, PJ? Uh, that was just gross last night. By the time I was done with Halloween, okay, oh, 10 nothing. I don't need to watch this. Killed the sport last night for me. It did. And it'd be one thing if they were up like 2-0 in the series, right? And then maybe you could see it, but it's like you're down 2-1. That's a really important game. And it's a bullpen game for you. Yeah, Arizona deserved what they got. I'm glad they lost, but hoping they win tonight so we get some more baseball. PJ, floor is yours. Let our audience know about Send It In on the BetQL Network, where they can watch, where they can listen. Yeah, guys, 1 to one thirty p.m. Eastern time, Monday through Friday. You can listen on Twitch, uh, .tv slash BetQL. You can also listen on YouTube if you search Odyssey Sports. Love the live interaction from fans. Chime in with their questions, their best bets, and uh, we go rapid fire, run through all the sports within 30 minutes. So it's a lot of fun, and uh, hopefully people 
tune in. Fellas, college basketball is almost back, too. That's coming up next Monday. Yeah, PJ, I just want to say, the one time I was on your show, picked my spot. I said the Bills plus money against the Dolphins, and they they cashed in. So I couldn't I'm focus when I was on PJ's show yeah. the one time I was on a show because I was jealous. I was green with envy. PJ does his Sunday show from the sports book, and he's just there yeah. reacting to the games as they're happening in a sports book with people screaming, yelling, oh, groaning, everything, all the emotion. <laughs> it was fantastic, PJ. It was great danger. We had you on too when the uh, Browns were upset in the Niners. That's right. So there was a lot. There was a lot going on there. But yeah, both times I've had you guys on, the Bills have won. So if the people want to win money, whenever <laughs> you guys are on my show, we just got to bet the Bills that way. Appreciate it, PJ. We'll talk again next Wednesday. Thanks, guys. Always a pleasure. You Thanks, got it. The host of Send It In and Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, PJ Glasser, Insider Calls, presented by BetMGM. Go check out all of the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. I love that guy. Gives us winners, can laugh at himself, have some fun. I'm tailing PJ. I mean, that's yeah. all I'm going to... Well, except for his pick for tonight. I think the Rangers win tonight. <sighs> I mean, his advice is important, and I value it, but I'm going to go ahead and ignore that. I think the Rangers win tonight. On the arm of Yovaldi. No, I think Zach Gallon is actually. I'm going to lean PJ's way here, and I would have thought that Arizona was dead in Philadelphia in Game Six, and certainly Game Seven. Those snakes are going to send this back to Dallas. Do you take anything of uh, momentum from you know for as bad as last night was? They started to turn it up a little bit there with nothing left to play for at the end of the game. The bats warmed up nah, a little bit. None of that momentum not, carries over I tonight. I don't think so. No. I like the Rangers, but but that's that's me. Um, that's PJ Glasser. He's fantastic. Love having him on. He's saying stay away from that Bills line unless it gets to Bills plus three. It's interesting, right? And I, I'm trying to find it. The last time the Bills were an underdog. When was that? Was it the game in Kansas City in the regular season last year? I'm, I'm, I'm inclined to think that's what it was. Yeah, it's been a while. Um all right, so next hour, we go to Cincinnati. Yeah, in Cincinnati, uh, Cincy Jungle on SB Nation. That's Anthony Casenza, our buddy, uh, will be joining us here. And we'll, we'll find out more about what has led to this kind of resurgence of the Bengals after a slow start. And maybe this is just what they are, or is it as simple as Joe Burrow is actually healthy now where he wasn't at the beginning of the season? Mm. Possibly. Uh, we'll learn more about the Bengals here in a little bit. Take a break here. Come back. It's time for I'll Drink to That in the Sports Bar. We've got some takes on tap. Yeah, what Brandon Bean did yesterday, I think you can also see, all right, when he's looking to shape his roster for 2024, this is... T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... 
They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. A clear and obvious sign. I will get to that on what this could mean, not just for the Bills, but it kind of point them in the direction of uh, what they don't need for the draft here. Also, yes, I have a UFC take. But I think the story is hilarious. I'll pass this. I have a non-sports take today and a reminder that blood is thicker than water. I'll drink to that is coming up in the sports bar. Danger and Bataglia with more next on The Fan, Rochester. Bone crunching hits, backboard shattering dunks, bat flips and hat tricks. 95.7 FM and AM 950 The Fan, Rochester. First of all, you, you know with the, the coach they have, uh, John's a hell of a coach and has a, a reputation of uh, not fun to play against. And they're always ready to play. They're always ready to compete. Uh, they're they've definitely better than they were a year ago and playing uh, much more assertive and um, I guess better as a group, as a team. And, and it's uh, it'll be a challenge tonight for us. Lots of hockey tonight. Amherst will be here on the Fan Rochester. They host Syracuse Blue Cross Arena. And the Sabres taking on the Flyers tonight. You can hear that on 96.5 WCMF. It is time for I'll Drink to That. Some takes on tap in the sports yeah, bar. Brandon Byro in the lineup tonight. Brandon Byro. I don't think PJ would know Brandon Byro, <laughs> but no. he makes his NHL debut. Might be playing on the line with Tage Thompson tonight, which yeah. would be kind of interesting. Uh, think back to that day when the Bills rolled up 48 on the Dolphins. That was one month ago today. That Man, was a fun day, wasn't was the it? was the best. Yeah, a lot, a lot has changed since then. Well, fun day, almost. It did have a damper on it. You remember the story. Seeing Trey White go down, knowing that was a season-ending injury, and you, know, you see his reaction. You There's more than that, right? What What's going through Trey White's mind, what's going through everybody's mind, maybe that was it for Trey White's time here in Buffalo. And when you look at the numbers for next year, Tredavious White, $16.2 million cap hit, your dead cap, which would alleviate a lot in, you know, beyond 24, your dead cap would be 10.3 if you moved on. Well, assuming you can restructure or extend Russell Douglas, his base would probably fit in that $5 million range, which would be the exact difference there of Tredavious White, dead cap versus not dead cap. If Douglas balls out these last nine games, I see this as the end of the Trey White era here in Buffalo. That's fair. And it's a cruel business. It if, is. If you're Sean McDermott, if you're Brandon Bean, you, you have to recognize that the best thing for the team, the best thing for the player might actually be to part ways. And whenever we say the Bills are loyal to a fault, here they're not. Because being loyal to a fault would have been standing pat, and spending a day one or day two pick, more than likely a day two pick, on a corner. And we're going to battle it out. We're going to have Tredavious White going head-to-head, but knowing how long it took Trey last time to get back from that injury, you really would would wait until here's, midseason? Here's the other interesting element of it. For as much as we talk about Kyer Elam potentially being a bust, the Bills didn't trade him. They didn't accept any offers. They had calls on him. They didn't listen to any offers. They had zero intention, according to Brandon Bean, of trading Kyrie Elam. Kyrie Elam can come back next year 
and be the contributor that we thought he would be this year. Last year, his performance in this defense was solid. In fact, he was better as a zone defender than he was as a man-to-man defender, which kind of goes against the narrative of everybody, oh, he can only play man-to-man. He's good press corner. He can't really play zone. He can't really play in this defense. He can. He, For whatever reason, they've, they haven't put him out there. But could you see a world where Elam next season actually lives up to the potential of being that first-round pick and you have him opposite whether it's Benford or Douglas, whoever it is, you've got a better corner room next season without Trey White. <sighs> Ooh. I th- I still think danger. I hear what you're saying on Elam, but you're presenting the best case scenario. And I think Brandon being to buy himself a little time, this ankle injury, maybe I are like, when did this happen? And why wasn't he always on the injury report? All these questions in my mind, he was, he's been practicing all along up until this week. What would happen? When did this happen? It, it's neither here nor there. Okay. You don't expect anything. I like Kyrie Lim. Kyrie Lim is getting like a red shirt year here. Okay. He's not going to be playing. If he does, something's gone wrong here. Um, should the Buffalo Bills still spend a pick? Absolutely. It's a position that you oh, need yeah. young talent all the time. And I feel bad for Trey White because the only way he comes back is if he, he, he swallows his pride and, you know, accepts a massive pay cut. And I, I you, you wouldn't do that. No. Trey White. Um, non-sports take for me today, Gino. I came across a post in my feed last night while I was watching that, that uh, game four, which was, wasn't really a game. Uh, my cousin, this is my cousin, whom I haven't seen since I was a kid. And we weren't necessarily close when we were kids. I'd see him a couple times a year. Admittedly, he didn't really want to hang out with me because he's a few years older than me. And, and you know, why would the older kid want to hang out with the younger kid when you're both kids? You know how it is. But we've, we've connected through social media, and that's one of the positives of social media. This okay. post from my cousin read, three hours sitting at my laptop, taking our annual sexual harassment training. My question... Who are the F nuts that still haven't gotten the memo? Been taking training like this since the late 80s, and it's getting longer and longer every year. Evidently, the workforce is just as dumb as it ever was. Gino, I needed that. I needed a reminder that blood is thicker than water because I have the exact same thoughts on an annual basis. I have never felt so close to family in my entire life. You and him are both wrong. It's not the workforce danger. It's just the litigious society we live in. And there's our paper trail. And you watch this and you knew it was wrong. Bang. You lose your job or bang. Write a check or whatever it is. Or just stop no, no, sexually no. harassing people. No, right. But that's not going to change. But we, may, we, we need a paper trail. So watch this video and take the test. Oh, you got one question wrong. Retake the test. Yeah, yeah. Because wh- which form of harassment was that? It is getting longer and longer, though, with each passing year. Am I am I crazy, or is that actually happening? No, you're a manager. I'm not. See, I just let it roll, and uh, when you get to the test at the end, you better know. Like, you don't you want know. to admit that you just let it roll. You better be engaged, buddy. Oh, that I, better be front I've and got, center. Uh, dude, I've got my diploma. Everything is fine, <laughs> and I'm not harassing anybody. Everything, uh, everything is good. Good. Um, <laughs> on a much lighter note, too. Uh, UFC fight in Poland danger. We go to Poland for our next story, mm. where we had a fight between a 50-year-old woman and a 19-year-old woman. 
Oh, wait a second. How could that even be fair? Well, they must have got kitschy with this because, well, the 19-year-old, her ex-boyfriend is the son of the woman she is fighting. Oh, boy. How do you think this went? <laughs> like, you need me to tell you? No. Of course, you are not messing with Mama Bear, all right? Oh, no. The 50-year-old all day over the 19-year-old. Yeah. They you, you should not have been able to bet on this. That would have been the easiest bet in the yeah. world. You broke my son's heart. Bam, bam, bam. Yeah. That's uh, you broke my son's heart or you weren't right for my son. How about that? Maybe that was what it was like. Oh, you thought you could date my son. Guess again, sweetheart. Bang. You're done. Was your mom like that? Did she have to uh, give her seal of approval? Nobody was ever good enough. Hmm. Nobody was ever good enough. I, I dated a lot of girls that my mom never met, never knew of, didn't need to know, didn't mm-hmm. need, you know, when she met Sandy, I think she was, she was satiated. She was like, oh, she, you know, she's good. She comes from a good family. They're European. I'm European. Every, you know, like, oh, it, yeah. yeah, everything worked out well. But, you know, other than that, nobody was good enough. Are you kidding me? And, and then there was the other part of, of my mom where she wanted me to be a priest when I grew up. Oh, you should be a priest. Whoa, you whoa, should be whoa, a whoa. Priest. I never knew this. Yes. Oh, very religious. <laughs> Spence. She's like, you should be a priest. Could you imagine me as a priest? That's what she thought. You know, that's what they did at Aquinas when you got to like your junior year, I think it was for me, my senior year. The priest came in, sat down and talked to you about this being a potential vocation. I'm like, okay, just nodding my head and listening and just said, Father, I'm sorry, this is not for me. Yeah, not for me either. But boy, if my mom had her way, I'd be wearing that collar this very day. That is, uh, I'll drink to that in the sports bar. (laughs) Father danger. (laughs) That's what she wanted. See, like next year for Halloween. Do we ever become the show that dresses up for Halloween? I uh, I've dressed up as a priest for Halloween in the past. Yes, I. (laughs) You're you're the probably have that. uh, I probably have that costume stashed away somewhere. Uh, We'll get to Anthony Casenza, the Cincy Jungle on SB Nation. Get the latest from the Bengals uh, here in a couple few. We have time for your calls on the Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub Wingman line. That's eight six six four F A N. Oh my. Wednesday, Wacky Wing Wednesday at Good Smoke Barbecue. Buy one, get one free wings. They're giant signature wings. Buy one, get one free on all 6 and 12 wing dining orders on top of that Good Smoke Super Happy Hour. That features buy one, get one draft beers and $3 well drinks weekdays from 2 to 6. Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub, 135 West Commercial Street in East Rochester, 866-4326 to join us in the sports bar. Danger and Bataglia on 95.7 FM and AM 950. The Fan, Rochester. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. For a 
Check your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.